Sports talk for real sports fans. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. You suck. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon's with me as he always is. We take you until 2 o'clock. And then Jimmy B and TC, afternoon Sports on your drive home from four until six. I won't be with you next Friday, though. That's right. You're headed to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you doing there? That's Wisconsin week. Well, yes. Uh, it's a wedding that I was oh, not. No, no, I was no. not asked my input. Now Iowa has a bye week the week after. Would have made a lot more sense. You've got to be kidding me. Wife's best friend. Bite the bullet. Does she really? Vague. Are they still close? Yes. Yes. That's yeah. too bad. It is. It is. <laughs> but it's. I mean, if if we were going, it's to a destination wedding. North Platte, right? <laughs> right. It'd be a different You're going conversation. To Vegas. We're having. We're going now, to when Vegas. is the wedding? Is it Saturday? No, it's Friday. Oh, it's Friday. It's Friday. Well, things are looking up. Yes. So I got a day of gambling in front of me. Well, it's not all bad, Trent. No, no, you no, can't no, tailgate no. at Kinnick with your friends, right? Uh, I but, won't be in the building, which right. is going to be an incredible environment. Yeah, so is a so is a race and sports book. Yes. They are an incredible environment. And uh, I'm going to be on VEASAN on Friday, that uh, Friday. You're double dipping. I'm double dipping, yeah. Now, so tell us about that. So you're, is that actual on there, you'll be able to hear you on satellite? Yeah, yeah, right? I, I will. Because they're on what, 20-something? I don't remember, yeah, the it's channel. 20 20-something. And you can watch a stream. This is Brent Musburger's station, our uh, endeavor, I guess, is what we're referring to. It's at the South Point Casino. Mm -hmm. You hear it's a really uh, nice studio. I haven't seen it yet either. It's really nice. And I though I've seen well, I've seen it in terms of pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. and and the videos that those guys do over there. Uh But yeah, Chris said. We'll find a time. So as soon as I know the actual time, I'll tweet it out, let everybody Absolutely. know what time I'm going to so, be So there. you don't know who the hosts are going to be at this point, No, right? no. I don't know if it'll be. I, uh, I've i talked in the past with Gil Alexander, who mm-hmm. I really like. Don't know him. I know uh, Matt Yeomans, who was okay. with the uh, with the uh, paper, and uh, Mitch Moss. Got to know him a little bit the year that I was out there. Those are the only two, I think. That but, I... Uh, of course, the what I'm fingers crossed. It'll be yeah, Musburger. Me and Musburger breaking down Iowa, Wisconsin. Did you see the picture of him in the boy? He looks. He looks. He's gone Vegas, <laughs> dyeing the hair brown, yes. chains around his. He looks the part, right? He looks like Al Davis. He kind of did in that picture. He had the black, yeah. black pants, black shirt, and the the, uh, the windbreaker. Yes, mm-hmm. he was invoking his uh, his Al Davis. Yeah, how well, well is that going to go with Musburger doing the t- no, the no, radio? No, 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 no. Vegas with the Raiders, because we see now the Chargers. Yeah, I mean you heard the you heard the Chiefs fans. Well, yeah, I saw the Chiefs fans. I didn't yep. need to hear them. You could see the red throughout the building. Now think of and that's L.A., which is a fun trip. This is Vegas. Mm-hmm. You're a football fan and and you're a team that doesn't play there every year. Mm-hmm. You play there once every what it be? What's the rotation? Every five years. Yeah, and you got your up Bears fans. Of that sixty-five thousand seat stadium, well, look, I know what 30, it's like. I like. I know what it's like for the Golden Knight fans. Yeah. I mean, it's a destination road trip when right. your teams play in Las Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to Vegas to watch them play on the road. That's hockey. That's hockey. This is any. This right. is the NFL. Uh, Thir- I, I mean, when Green Bay, when Minnesota, when oh, Chicago, Trent, the Steelers, oh, Cowboys. Uh huh. I mean, 30,000, 40,000? Well, they're going to try and get in. Now, I don't know if they'll be able to get. Look, if, if you've got money, you can always get a ticket. Right. 
Super Bowl prices for regular season games. It's going to be very popular. But but for the Raiders, that's got to be a bit concerning, doesn't it? I would think. Yeah, I would think. Because it's always been a Los Angeles sports town. When you go into a sports mm-hmm. book when the Lakers are playing, oh, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's nuts. The, the nuts. Lakers, they're, they're the number one team there, right? Yes, yes. Remember being there? We used to go out every Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers, too. A lot of Dodgers okay. there. It'd, it'd be Memorial Day weekend. NBA playoffs would be going out. Usually conference finals right in that time. Lakers Nuggets one year. A couple other times Lakers were in it. And it, everywhere you turn, uh-huh. somebody's wearing a Kobe jersey, a yes. Shaq jersey. It just nonstop. I, I, I knew it was big. I didn't realize it was that big until I was out there. It, it. it clearly is. Look, I'll say this. I, I was shocked that, uh, that that hockey went over as well as it did out there. Yeah. There were more Golden Knights jerseys last year when I was out there during a playoff run. Uh, anyways. So is the NBA next? Well, I don't know if MLB can go there just because it's so damn hot. I know right. they built a brand new, the, the AAA ballpark. Um, the, what is it called? Cashman Field? It used to be Cashman Field. They've moved in. They just moved out of it. They'll move into a new ballpark next year. But it's outside. Is the NBA next? Yeah. Yeah. I would think. They those, played those all, Remember three. they had an all-star game there not too many years ago. Right, yeah. Two expansion teams, Vegas and Seattle. think that's the best way to do it. For basketball? For basketball. Both West? Seems pretty simple. I don't know who is. Well, hopefully for the T-Wolves' sake, I hope they get to move yeah. to the East. Speaking of those T-Wolves, as I'm wearing my Wolves uh, See that? shirt today. Wolves and Twins today on you. Oh boy! I'm getting the band back together with the old Bulls and Tibbs. Well, dang, yeah, I saw. That. Is, is that well, official? Ding, I, I believe so. And he's thirty-three, thirty-something. Yeah, I don't know what he's got left. That's that's for certain. Hey, uh, I was going to ask. Maybe I should save this, but it's such a good question. You know, you, for you and Bama on Friday, mm-hmm. Stuart Mandel at the Athletic. Now he didn't ask the question, but he answered the question. Because it seems like it's Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma, right? Yes. And out of those five, is there somebody else that potentially could be in this college football playoff? Well, the answer is yes. We're going to see carnage. Yes. It just doesn't seem like there's going to be somebody else at this point. Right. You know what that team is? That's going to sneak up? That's going to sneak That I think is going to got a huge chance to be. We talk about Wisconsin and Iowa being such a monumental game. Yep. Whoever wins that game wins the Big Ten West seemingly. Yes. I think that the, the the next week there's a potential game that if Notre Dame can beat Stanford, Notre Dame's got a. I mean, I don't want to say not a an overly difficult I'll schedule. Say, normally it is. Take a look at that Notre Dame schedule. If they beat Stanford, mm-hmm. Stanford has to go uh, to take on Notre Dame. Um, Virginia Tech, okay, that'll be difficult, but I think Notre Dame, Pitt, no, Navy, no, at Northwestern, no, Florida State stinks, Syracuse, they'll wax, and USC? Doesn't look very good. 12-0 and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you that question, so you'll sound smart. You'll get a bit of a head start on okay. Bama. Good, good. Yeah, Bama will be stumped. Oh, Always boy, I don't sure if they're... Well, I've got a couple. You just pipe right up and... and uh... You know, flaunt, flex your muscle a little bit on that one. <laughs> the win against Michigan went a long way. I think so, too, right? Did you watch much of the Ball State game? No, none. No. None. It was one thirty in the afternoon. I thought right. it was a weird kick time. It was a weird kick. That was like the old school days mm-hmm. of the one thirty Notre Dame kickoffs. Ball State. No, I don't think I watched a play, honestly. An average MAC team. and Did yeah, they struggle? They had some struggles. Did they? 24-16 was the final. 
Were they looking ahead to Vanderbilt this week, Trent? <laughs> maybe. Here comes the Commodores. So what you're saying is tap the brakes maybe a little on the Fighting Irish? Well, and watch that game week four at Wake Forest. They're 2-0, but they haven't beaten anybody. Their quarterback was suspended also early. He's uh-huh. back. They can score a little bit. I mean, Wake Forest gets Notre Dame coming to their building. You imagine a tough ticket, as yeah. we're talking about that earlier. That's a great point. That is an incredibly difficult ticket to get. I bet it is, right? Yeah. That's a, uh, We'll come back. Uh, Bill Bender's going to talk college football with us on the other side. He writes for the Sporting News, anxious to talk to him. We'll get his take on that as well, amongst other things. John Miller, 130, Trent and I till 2, Ken Miller Show, 1700, KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. The Heritage Carousel will continue to be open to the public on Saturdays and Sundays through mid-October. The carousel opened in 1998 and rides with 50 cents for kids. Rides today are still just 50 cents for kids. For more information on times, days, and how to rent the carousel, please go to our website at heritagecarousel.org or find us on Facebook. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only, for the people, credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and pump it and drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Feel good, do good, and look good with the American Red Cross and Sport Clips haircuts. Come out to get blood or platelets this September and get a coupon for a free haircut at participating Sport Clips locations. Download the Blood Donor app or visit redcrossblood.org to make your appointment to give. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? 
Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Hello, everybody. I'm Charles Esten. And when my daughter Addie was diagnosed with leukemia, it was the darkest day of our lives. But the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings light to that darkness. Light the Night walks are magical events of hope and illumination where thousands of patients, family, friends, and co-workers come together to raise money for the battle against blood cancers. My Addie is a survivor. Won't you join my grateful family and so many others in bringing light to the darkness of cancer at a Light the Night walk near you? Please visit LightTheNight.org. The Light the Night walk is Sunday, September the 30th at Principal Park. Registration starts at 530. The walk begins at 730. For more information, go to LLS.org backslash Iowa. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Did you see this? We get college football tomorrow during your show. Oh, really? Boston College Wake Forest moved their game to tomorrow at 4.30. I did not realize that. I like that game. I have an opinion on that game. Wake Forest? Yes, Wake Forest in the six and a half and... I believe there's college football going on right now. There is. Uh, Coastal Carolina Campbell. Yes. Please tell me you don't have an opinion on that game, Sicko. No, I don't. Thank no, you. Don't. Uh, Bill Bender, uh, he's got some opinions. He's going to join him and share with him. By the way, Bill is off to an 18-14 and 14 start against the spread. Now, that's not what he's known for. He's a terrific columnist, covers college basketball. Moonlights win the NBA. I'm assuming if the Cleveland Indians make a playoff run, he'll be spending some time over there. And he joins us. Bill Bender, Trent Condon, Ken Miller, how are you? Well, hey, I always heard the goal on those picks you want to against the spread is sixty percent. So I'm not quite there yet, and that's really hard to do. Um, you know, but uh, hopefully we get after it and with the games that will be played this week. 
Yeah, you know, there's a lot of talk, Bill. Uh, you know, with the with the cancellations, I mean, there's one in our state, as you know, uh, Iowa State wasn't able to play, and they're scrambling to find a game to the west of us. So same thing for Nebraska. Uh, same storm that was uh, over Iowa State was uh, apparently uh, over Lincoln at the same time, forcing the cancellation of that one. There's talk about... You know, building an extra bye week into the season just to, you know, help facilitate all of these games that are canceled. Do you think that's something that you could see coming down the road? Yeah, I think they should. It'd be, would at least give you some flexibility, um, you know, for these schools. And I know it wouldn't be perfect because you can't predict hurricanes and you can't predict thunderstorms. I know I sat in the rain all weekend last weekend uh, at two games. So, you know, and there was talk that you they weren't going to play in Cleveland for an NFL game, mm-hmm. but uh, end up getting through it. So I'm all about it. I, I think it makes sense. Um, the only risk, I suppose, would be you would almost bump up into the middle of December uh, for the conference championship games. But, uh, you know, I'm sure that's something they could work out. Yeah, I think it's feasible and, and uh, an opportunity with all these games, more flexibility in the schedule, a good thing. Probably going to see more early conference games, though, as the schedule's stretched out a little bit more, and uh, maybe that's something we're going to see. Bill, to the here and now in the implications of some of these suspended games, what does a 10-1 West Virginia team look like going into the Big 12 championship game as opposed to an 11-1 with a win against NC State? If that game doesn't get back on the schedule, how big an impact would that make to the Mountaineers if they could topple Oklahoma in a championship game with one loss? I think significant. I think if they won the Big 12 at 11-1, and one, they'd probably be okay, but depending on who they lost to. Mm-hmm. But I think you just want that game on your resume, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you beat NC State on the road, that looks – that's good enough. I mean, and if they don't have that game, I understand why. So I'm hoping they can work something out. I don't know if they'll be able to, though, because, like, Trent, what would you do? Would you – play the, the Big 12 championship game, then play that game after. And I think that reminds nice. me of the year, I think like Miami and UCLA played yes. a game like that. Where it had a late 90s, yeah, yeah. sometime. Yep. With Cade McNown. And it had a, a ton of bearing on the national championship picture. And, uh, you know, I, I wonder if they would get that way. But that's like one of those games. And, I, and honestly, I believe UCF, it's a consequence for them mm-hmm. because it's a Power 5 opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, it will be something to watch in the years to come as to, you know, if they do indeed build in that extra bye week. Uh, Bill, Trent and I were just talking about, you know, the five teams that everybody's got that seemingly four out of the five are going to be playoff bound. Now we know, at least we expect that this is going to be another typical year that there's going to be carnage uh, at, at some point in the season. As we try to look for that team on the outside right now, you take a look at Notre Dame, who's beaten Michigan, whose schedule seemingly doesn't seem as daunting this year as it does most years. I mean, the the game against Stanford isn't going to be easy, obviously. Um, And I'm not saying it's going to come down to a one-game season, but at Wake Forest, sure, that'll be a little tricky, perhaps, at USC at the end of the year, maybe a little bit tricky. But is Notre Dame that team that may be able to elbow its way into the conversation with that win over Michigan if if they get by Stanford? Yeah, I actually think Notre Dame better be careful this weekend against Vandy. Um, Vandy's got a very good, efficient quarterback, Kyle Shermer, only one sack taken, no picks, pretty good player. And depending on how Vandy reacts up there, I think it's going to be a close game. But to your point, yeah, I think they're one 
and I'm assuming the five we're talking about are Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State. Yep. I, I, I joke with my buddies every week, and I just call them Control V on a, you know, I paste, cut, and paste them into the next article for the <laughs> yeah. playoff picture. Um, but I think Auburn and Penn State could disrupt that. Penn State looked pretty good on the road. Um, and I think they're better. I just think Penn State's generally better than people are giving them credit for right now. Because of the Appalachian State, that was, wow, you had to go to overtime to beat them. That's why maybe people are down on a bill. Is that what your theory is? Well, yeah, and, you know, they're young. And I think we're going to find out all we need to know about them when they play Ohio State here in a few weeks. Um, and Ohio State looks really good. And that's the scary thing for the Big Ten is I, I was saying, we were talking about this, same buddies, because that's all we talk about is college football. I said, um, I just don't see Ohio State losing a game unless they completely self-destruct. And I, and I know what happened at Iowa last year, and I know they lost two games last year. But I just think their talent level is so much higher and their ceiling is so much higher than everybody else in the conference. And it's not a knock on the Big Ten. It's just, this is like, remember those John Cooper teams? That's how loaded they are right now. Now they just need to lose at the end of the season. That's what the John Cooper teams would do and find yeah. a way to lose to Michigan at the end of the season. Hey, Bill, uh, let's stay in the Big Ten for a moment, a team that we don't talk much about. It's the Maryland Terrapins, and they're on the Iowa schedule. In fact, the only home game they have in the month of October comes against the Terps, the win against Texas in Week 1. They followed up. They go on the road to Bowling Green. I mean, You talk about a letdown spot with what obviously happened this summer with McNair lot in that first game, and they went out there, ran the football for over 400 yards on the road against Bowling Green. How good is this Maryland team? I know I know Durkin recruited very well, and could this be a team, maybe not to win the division, but maybe can get to 8-4, and four, something like that, and, and upset a team like Iowa on the road in Kinnick? Uh, we'll see. I, I like Iowa so far, you know, and, you know, this is the team that, I've, I've been doing this one. This is all I do, guys. Is I've been debating, and I know what you guys' answer will be. I'm debating who the best competition in the West is for Wisconsin. And I, I do think because Iowa gets them early, that's yep. a big game. I still think Nebraska is exciting enough that they're going to give them an interesting game. But I, I'm just so disappointed in Northwestern and Purdue right now. Yeah. I, I mean, Purdue especially, start knowing too. It's, it's unreal. And, uh, and here comes Mizzou. But that's, yeah, so unless you guys are thinking that I was going to trip up in one of those spots where they shouldn't, and I don't, I mean, I suppose Maryland could give them a good game, but I just like where Iowa's at a little bit better right now, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no doubt about it. In fact, we think, we feel, uh, Bill, that a week from Saturday, you know, the the winner of the Wisconsin-Iowa game at Kinnick at night, 7.30, Fox. Um, don't know if game day's coming or not, but uh, not re- regardless of that, that's such a big spot. The winner clearly is in the driver's seat. We feel the same way, and we for the reasons you just mentioned, the defense, in particular that defensive front, is daunting right now, and if their offense catches up, um, who knows what we're going to see. You know, I ask you about Herm Edwards because he was a guy that, you know, the, the hire was ridiculed, I think, universally. Um, you know, we didn't see that. What a mistake they made there. They've got a big spot. They go on the road this week, San Diego State, after winning a couple of home games including a win over Sparty. What's Herm Edwards doing to quiet his critics at this point? I just think he's doing a fantastic job. That was a big win over uh, the Spartans, and one I didn't see coming. And I'll say this, I mean, for my pre- 
I, I do own up to when I make mistakes, and my two two of my preseason sleepers were Purdue and Arizona, and they're zero and four. And both and both Purdue, I think, will get back on their feet. Arizona just looked flat out awful, which is is very surprising to me. And uh, you know, Michigan State's been a disappointment. I, I don't. I know they didn't look very good against Utah State. I just figured they'd get back on their feet. And I know Tempe's a tough place to play. Um, we all know what happens when the Big Ten travels west. We talked about that last week. But I still think it's a pretty disappointing loss if you're Michigan State, given all the kind of hype around what they had coming back this year. Take me out west, far west, past the west coast to the islands. <laughs> this Hawaii team continues to put huge points you're up on the board. You're a fan of the rainbows, aren't you? I, well, I, I've watched a lot of rainbow football throughout the years trying to get right at the end of Saturday. <laughs> Trying to get even or even worse. Yes, yes. Bill, are, are we going too far? Could this be, if it's not Boise State, could it be the Rainbow Warriors that, that crashes the party and gets into one of those six access bowls? No, they're, they're exciting. I'm mm-hmm. guessing you – I'm pinning Trent as a guy that probably had Bill Walsh football as a kid yeah. and was playing with Hawaii like yes, I was. Yes, uh, And uh, – no, I mean they they could be they could be much improved, and, and I don't know if they're ready for that big time yet. I do think they've got an opportunity, but the biggest opportunity for a group of five school this weekend is Boise State down no in Stillwater. Yes. Yep. They're going to play to fifty. They're going to have fun doing it, and if the Broncos get out of there with a the win, it, it becomes it, it's, that conversation is not just about UCF. It's going to be about Boise State too. And by the way, they've been there, done that a few times. Mm. Yeah, that's the same time as Auburn, right? The Auburn L- two thirty. Yeah, two thirty. That's yeah, too bad. Bill Bender, Sporting News. Bill, appreciate it. Hey, just real quick, uh, you covered the Steelers and the Browns week number one. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? A, I, I guess it had to finish that way, right? The undefeated. Cleveland you know, when Browns. they were when they were about five minutes in into the overtime, I was thinking to myself, you know, the best story for you know pages and those kind of things is a tie, and it turned out to be a tie, and. You know, it's uh, like I wrote, it's kind of an indictment on the Steelers and an indictment on the Browns. Nobody knew what to do. It is, again, guys, and you guys talk to me enough that, to know this, I cover a lot of bizarre sporting events, and that was certainly up the list. <laughs> we live vicariously through you, Bill Bender. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Bill. Hey, no problem, guys. Thanks Good so to much. talk to you. Bill Bender from the Sporting News. Indeed, he does. Uh, Something weird's always happening when Bills are out. Seemingly so, yeah. right? We will come back. John Miller's going to join us. We'll talk uh, to John. Uh, look forward to that uh, as we continue on here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I until 2, 1700 KBGG. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home.
Walkers, families, friends, and supporters will gather at Principal Park on October 6th for the Des Moines Walk to Defeat ALS, where they will celebrate their support and help raise awareness of the disease. ALS is a progressive neurodegenerative disease that affects nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Eventually, people with ALS will lose the ability to initiate and control muscle movement, which often leads to total paralysis and death within two to five years of diagnosis. For reasons unknown, veterans are twice as likely to develop ALS. To join our fight of ending ALS, visit walktodefeatals.org. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your car's broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Irvingdale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Irvingdale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown! Absolute Auto Repair. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100 Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. It's our final segment. Let's uh, talk to John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. We'll recap Hawk. Look ahead to uh, best case scenario this week is the Hawks uh, host you and I before the you-know-what potentially hits the fan. Wisconsin was so much on the line. We'll save that for next week. John, uh, let's look back first of all. How are you, John Miller? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Really well. Appreciate you coming on. Well, let's um, you know, positive first out of the Cyhawk win. Uh, if you're a fan of scoring, uh, you did not like Saturday's game. If you're a fan of defense and somewhat of a struggle, um, and, and a football game that went into the fourth quarter without really having a determination who looked like who was going to come out victorious. You were all in. Um, your thoughts, John, as you look back to the Cyhawk, what were one or two positive takeaways for you? Well, I was kind of the latter, Ken. I, I was watching that game, and, and through the third quarter, I even had a Cyclone fan friend of mine who texted me, and we were chatting. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm loving this game. I mean, it was 6-3, to three, I think, at that point in time. And it just the defense is... You know, low-scoring games can kind of suck sometimes, but when the defense is played at such a high level, you got to just appreciate and love that. And I think both defenses really put their best foot forward in that game. And, you know, before the season began, I had a number of people telling me how great the Iowa defensive line was going to be, and I was one of those guys that was like, you know, I'll wait to, I'll wait to you know, see it before I buy all the way in. I'm close because those guys are wreaking havoc. And – the pressure that they're putting on opposing quarterbacks is allowing the young linebackers to have some time and acclimate and allowing those young cornerbacks to do the same. And, and if they can keep, you know, even if they drop off 10 or 15% on their pass rush abilities, this, there, there's not many teams on their schedule that are going to be able to put up more than 20 points against them. So that was fantastic. Um, I really thought uh, 32 for Iowa. Didn't Jimon Colbert, mm. that, that guy... Remember Josh Buell from Kansas State 15 or so years ago, <laughs> yeah. the undersized linebacker they had, maybe 210 pounds soaking wet, but was an All-American. Just, you know, and, and also Hitchens uh, for Iowa. Just a guy that can play out in space. Maybe not the biggest guy for his position, but my goodness, was he around the ball all the time? That's because the defensive line soaking up all these blockers, and the linebackers are able to run free. So that definitely bodes well for the future. That defensive line was salty. Another guy that played incredibly high level was Jamon Colbert, who went out there in place of Christian Welch. He played really well. 
flexibility at the linebacker spot going forward now. What do you think with that, John, as you uh, take a look at the linebackers and, and building depth at those, those positions? Yeah, Hockaday is going to be tough to get off the one line the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll happen unless he's injured. Um, you know, with Welch and Colbert, that's a really interesting uh Real interesting decision. You know, there was a reason that Welch was ahead of Colbert on the depth chart. Um, and so maybe he, maybe Colbert's just a guy that uh, is a, is a, doesn't necessarily go to assignments as much in practice. I don't know. But both Welch and Colbert played really, really well in the times we saw. And I don't want to sit here and say that Welch just got Wally pipped by Colbert. Yeah. But, man, based upon what I saw in that game, and that won't be the only time Iowa plays against spread teams this year. Maybe that's kind of what you do. Maybe you kind of yin and yang whenever you're playing in Wisconsin. Maybe one of them is better in run support. And when you're playing at Purdue, that wants to spread you out. The other one's better in passing, in passing in close range. So, yeah, I mean, a position that we were really worried about this offseason, and for good reason, showing a little depth early on. Uh, I'll use that word better, John, and I don't know if I've ever seen Matt Nelson play any better mm-hmm. in his position this past week. Your thoughts on uh, the senior who was all over the place against Iowa State, really stood out. You know, as I was handing out a lot of superlatives on Twitter on Saturday and then again Sunday night when I was, you know, doing my video cut-ups, you know, I was, obviously we all saw what A.J. Epinesa did in just 24 snaps, by the way. Wow. Um, but Parker Hesse and how he sets the edge, the run edge, on first and second down is a huge reason why David Montgomery didn't do really anything on the ground. And then Nelson inside, Matt Nelson coming into his own. I mean, my gosh, Sam Brink's a little unsung kind of playing that, I would say, you know, maybe Matt Cruelish role in there. These guys are just, they're playing their gaps really, really sound. And, of course, Anthony Nelson the other side. And you bring in a Golston. You got a lot. I mean, it's just wave after wave they're bringing in. It's, I had people giving me crap for not bringing up Matt Nelson more or not bringing up, you know, Parker Hesse more. Like, guys, they all had great games. I'm focusing on some of what they're doing. They all played so well. It, it's, it, I don't have enough time in the day to break down film on all of them individually. John Miller joining us, HawkeyeNation.com. John, to the offense, as good as the defense was, the offense has... No, let's stay on the defense. <laughs> it so is fun good. to talk about it. We can talk about safeties. We can yeah. talk about cornerbacks. But, but let's get into it. When you watch Nate Stanley pressing footwork, pocket presence. What, what's the biggest thing that jumps out to you, that, the issues that we've seen through two weeks? Yeah, he's trying too hard. Mm. Um, he's, he's like Kirk Kern said yesterday, he's aiming and not throwing. That, there's The one play that you can see it summed up more than any other was the third and nine. Um, and I believe it was easily on the right side, the Iowa bench side, as they were going to the south. He ran a about a ten yard, about an eight yard route. Then he broke off his route into a post, and it would have gone for 13, 14 yards. And there was a wide open throwing lane. There was no linebackers in the way, no linemen in the way, it, and easily had inside position on his guy. And he had at least two yards of space. That's the easiest throw to make in the sport. And Stanley short hopped him. Mm-hmm. And after he made that throw, um, he's not very demonstrative. But he, you know, kind of clapped and was really mad at himself. I just think that he's got to slow down a little bit. Things aren't coming as slow to him this year as I thought that they would have. He's just trying too hard. And, um, you know, one more thing on the defense. You guys noticed that they're dropping A.J. Epinesa back in zone coverage at times. 
and and they're dropping him back. He's obviously getting a lot of attention, and then they're bringing a blitz from the other opposite side, and that's Nick Neiman when he got his sack in this game. Epinesa dropped back in his own coverage, and they never saw Neiman coming, so uh, Phil Parker's got a lot of buttons to push this year. Yeah, he certainly does. Um, John, I wanna, you've covered this game for a long time. I want to get your take on on Iowa State's defense. Like I, I don't remember a year to year for 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 either one of the schools. Honestly, it's like you go back to a decade or so, you remember players. You don't necessarily, at least me, remember overall units. But what I'm seeing out of this Iowa State, particularly their, you know, their um, their defensive front with with the depth that they've got. Matt Leo's now uh, uh, gaining some more playing time after he didn't play at all last year. He was a rookie. Looks like he. You'd love to buy stock in him. Ray Lima is going to be a pro. Jaquan Bailey uh, is is another guy just a junior, but he's played every one of his years, didn't take that red shirt. Uh, Iowa State's defense, John, uh, from your perspective, can you remember one that, that's that got this many parts to it? Not front to back. They had a really good defensive front four, I don't know if it was a decade ago, I can't remember exactly, but you know, with, with how they're playing now, they're just really, really sound at all three levels. And, you know, Payne is a great cornerback, and I, I that's why I enjoyed the game so much because it was just a high level of defense everywhere. And, and Iowa State clearly came into the game with a strategy whenever they saw Iowa's offensive linemen going into their zone blocking scheme that they were to slant towards the zone flow. And they did that aggressively. And, and Iowa came back with some, you know, ISO trap blocking a couple of times. And whenever they did that, it went for seven or more yards every time they did it. They did run, you know, some bootleg action. They never got into any reverses, things that you would normally do against that. But they were just really sound, Iowa State, in their scheme and plan and prep for that game. And the results are hard to argue. Iowa did not play very good offensively in that game, and by a lot of that was because Iowa State forced it. So when you look at the conference that they play in, and of course when they get into the Big 12, they'll kind of probably get back into that umbrella style of defense they played a lot last year. But with, with guys like Lima on the inside that can, you know, create some havoc, I think they're set up for a good run there. They're only going to be limited by what their offensive line does and develops throughout yeah, the course of I the agree. year. How concerned does that make you looking forward a couple of weeks to Wisconsin and the 3-4 defense that they employ? And I, I, I tweeted out in the game that it looked like Iowa State pretty much did took a page out of Wisconsin's playbook against Iowa. You're going to see Wisconsin do the same things. They're going to aggressively attack the zone flow, um, see how long Iowa stays in their, you know, their arrogance of, of blocking schemes. And because that backside linebacker oftentimes is unaccounted for, and that, that's the guy against Wisconsin that's really caused a lot of problems for Iowa. I'll be really disappointed if they don't run more of that you know, power-o, ISO counter stuff um, against Wisconsin and, and really zig and zag. I think it's good that Wisconsin had that tape to look at, and basically they're probably sitting there saying, well, it's the same old Iowa, so we're going to do the same things that we've always done. I'm really hoping that Iowa has a few chess pieces in store for Wisconsin to counter what Wisconsin expects. We'll still see Iowa stick to their bread and butter. But, guys, that, that game to me, you know, there's almost like a curse that you want to be lifted. This, we talked about it before. This season for me was all about how you're going to measure up against Wisconsin. Are you going to try to regain that mantle of the bullies of the Big Ten? I think Iowa has the horses on defense to keep Wisconsin at 20 or under, but you're going to have to score 20 probably to beat them. And um, I can't 
next week is going to be anticipation, the likes we haven't seen in a while, and a 7.30 kick in Kinnick. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be insane. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, John. Look at, I, we, we tried our best to talk about you and I this week and halfway through, not even halfway through, we're already on in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I want to get your take two games in, John. I'm Makai Sargent. What have you seen? What do you like? Slippery. Um, you know, he, he keeps his feet moving pretty well, and it seems like he's got a I – mean, he's not that big anyway, tall – uh, but, you know, he, he's kind of slither, tough to bring down. I mean, I think Ivory Kelly Martin is the best they have because he's more versatile than the other two. Um, and I think there were some runs early on um, that Torn Young, if it was a different back that, you know, picks his feet up and puts him down a little bit better, wouldn't have been shin tackled by pain early on. But I, I like the combination that they have. They each offer some style. And, and I think Sargent is absolutely going to be a key figure the rest of the way. He's just a slithery guy. The Torin Young ability to get that extra yard. Ivory Kelly Martin, when he gets back, how do you think this is going to play out through, throughout the year? Injury aside, when those three guys are all available at a, near 100%, how does it shake out? You know, just let's just assume that, you know, they're all competent, at least in blocking. And I've seen enough from each of them so far that I think the, the staff is comfortable with them. I think Ivory Kelly Martin is, you know, probably a 60 percenter. I think he's also oftentimes going to be your third down guy because of his ability to catch the ball better than the other two. So I think you can see a game starting out where uh, Ivory Kelly Martin goes the first two series. Then they bring in either Sargent or Young for one and one, and then they go back. So And then in the second half, you just kind of ride the hot hand or use the running back that the game is dictating that you should use. If, if slam ball is, is what you need to do, then you know you got Torn Young. If you need to get your receivers, if you need to get your running back more in the receiving game because the offense is trying to get on track, kind of like Michigan a few years ago, how they went to Akron Wadley, then, then Kelly Martin's your guy. And I think Sargent's a little bit of a mixture of both. Hmm. John, a quick take on the Big Ten West. I know that you were watching the Nebraska game. I saw you tweeting about Adrian Martinez. I'm with you. I think Scott Frost oh, has a quarterback. Gosh, yeah. uh, he's going to be fun yeah. to watch and a pain in the you-know-what, assuming he stays healthy for teams in the Big Ten in the years to come. But just your overall take on the Big Ten West uh, two weeks into the season. I'm not sure if Minnesota... I mean, that's, that was a nice win against Fresno State, but I think I saw somebody say over the last five or six years they're like 20-2 and two in the non-conference. Hmm. But, you know, they have been playing a lot of great teams. But Fresno State, I mean, what was that line? Got a pulse, Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota by two. It was um, close. And, you know, it, it, was, it was a close game. You know, very young quarterback, offensive lines getting back. I think they're getting better in the trenches, but I still think that they're a ways away. Nebraska, um their schedule is just too tough. I think they'll be challenged for a bowl game now, losing that first game. But, yeah, if Martinez can stay healthy, which is a big if, the way that they want to run him, yep. um, he, he is so much fun to watch. Purdue is way, is worse than I thought. Um, that, 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 is not, uh, that's, that team is nowhere near where they were a year ago, certainly not defensively. Um, Northwestern, I mean, Clayton Thorson has just not looked good. Maybe it's just a lot of rust from the offseason recovery from his ACL, but – you know, to lose twenty-one-seven at home to, to Duke, even though Duke's beat them before, just—I don't know. I, I don't think they're as good as some people thought they were going to be as well. I mean, basically, the Big Ten West is going to come down to the winner of next week's mm-hmm. game. I think because the winner of that game, you know, the other—you'd have to lose twice, and the other team would have to win out for that other team to go to Indianapolis. So, it, I guys, I hate saying this at the end of September, <laughs> but that. 
that's the big West Big Ten West championship game de facto, in my opinion. Yeah, game of the year in the in the division, no doubt. Well, there is a game before it. Let down, look ahead, sandwich game, as it's been dubbed by the guys over at the Solid Verbal mm-hmm. Podcast. Uh, often an emotional yeah. rivalry win. You got the night game on deck next. Iowa, you and I, and we see the Panthers play well in this game. What concerns you most? Well, you know, if that was an 11 o'clock kick, mm-hmm. it might be a little bit more concerning, but it's a night game, and it's just, you know, juice is the key word. Um, I think that if I really hope to see Iowa try to spend a lot of time on their passing game in the first half. I don't care what the score is at halftime, but you, you're going to have to pass, you know, as Dave said in our podcast earlier this week, Nate Stanley is going to have to make three or four throws against Wisconsin to win that game. you got to work it out against Northern Iowa. And then in the second half, if you have to come back and play some slam ball and grind out an ugly win, whatever. I, you know, the ugly win, it doesn't matter. Because if you don't beat Wisconsin, you're probably a team that, you know, could maybe get ranked at the end of the year and go to a decent bowl game. But if you beat Wisconsin, then you're going to be in the discussion as a team, oh, this is a sleeper that we've got to look at for the, the first college football playoff rankings. And you'll get your respect there. So the score against Northern Iowa does not matter. I just care about, hey, can you come out and establish things through the year because you're going to have to do that to be to win the West. It would be beat Wisconsin. Do what you're supposed to do. Get through unscathed and uh, look ahead to next week, no doubt about it. John, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, John Miller. Appreciate you coming on. All right, take care. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. I agree with uh, John's point, and who cares what the score is, right? Yes, yes. Just get through. In the grand scheme of things, this game doesn't matter. It, it absolutely doesn't. It's a tune-up, work out some mm-hmm. things, keep everybody healthy. I'd like to see Nate Stanley develop a little confidence, get the early season snafus behind him, because he's not playing as well as we thought he would be. You know, his pocket presence, and this is something going back to – C.J. Beathard never had great pocket presence. Seeing ghosts, you know, is a term that you hear a lot. Pressure's not there, but they feel Mm -hmm. pressure. And you're seeing that with Stanley. And and I know there's theories out there, and we've laughed with John before him and Dace go back and forth about the myth that is the Iowa quarterback regression because the numbers don't regress, win totals have regressed. And that's kind of where that thought process comes from. But you do wonder, as they put more on their plate, do they put too much on the plate of quarterbacks as they progress throughout their career? We saw it with Beathard. Yeah. We may be seeing it here with Stanley. You would go it back kill to Drew Tate. Would it, would it kill the, the program to get some difference makers re- at the receiver position? Well, they had them. But they haven't for a while. Right. They, I mean, I mean, they've got really good tight ends. I mean, we know that. But Vandenberg you know what I mean? had DJK. Uh-huh. You know, go it back seems to like Stanley. he's been a long time ago. Had Marvin McNutt. Uh-huh. Drew Tate had weapons. He had Clinton Solomon and uh-huh. Ed Hinkle. Those, those guys also had weapons, though, so it's not just something recently. No, but I, I thought I, you were referring to Stanley, but yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it's just simply a Stanley problem. This is something that has happened to quarterbacks through the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if they're, they're asking too much of them. At the, at, the high, at the college level, putting too much on their plate. It is a scheme that we continually hear is difficult because of the routes that are run. It is a passing tree that not many teams at the collegiate level run. The reads that are a part of it. it just a thought that's bounced around in my head hmm. because we've seen it. Though the numbers are okay, maybe you're just you're, you're handcuffed because you got too much going on up there. 
Well, um, hopefully we see some progression this uh, this Saturday night. Um, it's going to be a great weekend of college football. Couldn't be, couldn't start any better, right? Eleven o'clock, Iowa State, Oklahoma. Later on that night, you get the clone, uh, the clones, the Hawks, and uh, the Panthers, and then some primetime football as well. All right, we got some primetime baseball tonight, Trent Condon. We've mm-hmm. got uh, look uh, if the Cubs can knock off the Brewers tonight. It's a three game lead. Conversely, if it's a Brewers victory, it's back down to one. Last night was fun. Uh, tonight, it's the professor on the bump for the Cubs. Uh, what do you want to see? What do you expect you're going to see tonight? It's uh, How about Quint- Quint- Quintana? We talked about him He was early. great. He, yeah, he, he really, really was. was. He was outstanding, and the lull that he had there for a long stretch there in the middle of the mm-hmm. season looks like he has certainly pitched his way out of it. The same thing for Hendricks. Just, Hendricks, just get cranked up, mm-hmm. get ready for the playoffs, build that lead, and... You, you can't coast in because it'll still, even with a win, be tight at three. But three with 16 is a lot different. Yeah. And get the victory tonight. Get that breathing room. Get everybody ready. You don't have to worry about maybe going into the final series of the game. Oh, we got to play. We got to go with our pitchers in the order they are. You can set your rotation. Don't have to worry about that. This is a big one tonight. It really, uh, is. I'm, I'm with you. You know what I hope to get to do down the stretch is just. Tell Carl Edwards just stay home, or just you know, you know what? Um, you he needs to rest. Trent Con is what he does because he's breaking down. All right, you and Jimmy B. Speaking of breaking down, Jimmy B. is broken down, uh, but he's going to join you tonight. He is uh, as he continues to play out the string. And what do you guys got from four until six? Rob Howe will be joining us. Speaking of Hawkeye Nation, we just talked to John Miller. We'll have Rob Howe on early in the program about four twenty this afternoon. Derek Duke will be joining us from Heartland College Sports, a lot on the Big 12, and, of course, the Oklahoma-Iowa State matchup. We've got some NFL talk with Ryan Van Bibber, and uh, working on one more before we get out. Four to six on your drive home today. We will be back tomorrow at noon. Appreciate you being here. If you missed any portion of the program, you can go to KenMillerShow.com, click the podcast link. All of our guests on the Dr. Stephen Fuller Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines and 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Until tomorrow for Trent Condon, Ken Miller, thanks for being here. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Your home and away voice for UNI football, 1700 KBGG. Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with the print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. Easily remove dirt, dust, and grime with Armor All Canister Wipes. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up two Armor All Canister Wipes for $8. Plus, you'll earn double O Rewards points during O Rewards Member Appreciation Month. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. O, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Point out the colors of you, I see them too, and boy, I like them, I like them, I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate, we out here vibing, we vibing, we vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. I'm so happy. Football's back. Fire up the grill and crack open a cold one because it's time to celebrate with an approved by Joe tailgate. Hey, Joe Clemens here from Capital City Motor Company. This month, bring me your old car and score the nicer, newer ride you've been fantasizing about for just $10 down. Sack your old car and start driving a nicer, newer car of your dreams. Has the ref thrown a flag on your past credit problems? My one and only for the people credit approval process is the game changer you've been waiting for. We huddle up with the banks and lenders and call the audibles to get you approved and back in the game. Guaranteed. Stop driving a car you hate and punt it. And drive home a nicer, newer car today for just 10 bucks down. I'm throwing a Hail Mary to make my month and I need your help. Trade in your old car and drive for just 10 bucks down. This is for a limited time, so get in here and score before the clock runs out. I'm Joe Clemens and I'm your dealer for the people. Come see us at Capital City Motor Company in Des Moines on East University. One block off I-235 on the State Fair side. Call 265-1467 or online at ApprovedByJoe.com. ApprovedByJoe.com. www.approvedbyjoe.com. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at CFIOWA.